0: to Real World Leadership, where we are bringing our best selves to work, life, and leadership. I'm your host, Susan Johnson. I'm the founder of Truth Enterprise Partners, a talent development consulting and coaching firm based in Atlanta. We focus on executive coaching, leadership development, and diversity and inclusion. Our vision is to inspire a world where authenticity, diversity, and truth are valued. Our aim is really to bring out the true potential in people. It's what drives us to get up every day and to be our best selves and we hope to bring out the true potential in you. So check us out at truthenterprisepartners.com. Subscribe to our page so you can stay connected. Thank you all for joining us today at Real World Leadership. We have a guest speaker on the Top of a Courage, and this series is devoted to leader attributes, as you know. Um, We have with us Janine Brown, and Janine and I are kindred spirits, so to speak, when it comes to our interests and our drive to inspire and bring out the potential in others. We've partnered powerfully together, developing women and working in this demographic, and it has a special place in our hearts. I've known Janine for over 10 years. I've known her to be a consistently courageous and authentic leader, and I couldn't be more happy than to have her with us here today. So currently, Janine continues to impress and be courageous as she lives and leads her best life. She is a chief executive officer. She's a founder and business owner. She's an author of Unstuck and Unstoppable. She's a trailblazer and an advocate for diversity and inclusion. She's an executive coach and a leader, and she's a mentor to so many professionals. Janine, welcome. Thank you for joining us on Real World Leadership. What else would you like to share as part of your introduction
1: to our audience today? Well, hello, Susan. It is a pleasure to be here with you. I am honored and humbled by such a gracious introduction. Um, Can you go with me everywhere and introduce (laughs) me? Absolutely, Janine. It would be my pleasure. Well, it is an honor to be here. Um, I have nothing to add at this time. Hopefully some new things will come up during our conversation. Okay. Well, wonderful.
0: Well, um, as you know, I always start out with an icebreaker so our audience can get to know you a bit better. And so our question for today is describe a perfect dinner party. Describe a perfect dinner
1: party. So when I host a dinner party, it is perfect when everyone at the table is talking about the same topic. So we know that a perfect dinner party includes great food, great beverages, great company. Mm -hmm. But I think great conversation makes for uh, an amazing, I'm going to even level it up, an amazing dinner party. And what I mean about one conversation is that if it's seven people at the table, We are all talking about the exact same topic and people are sharing their ideas. Um, There is fun and healthy discourse and there's no side conversation. So for me, that is what makes a great dinner party.
0: Well, you know, it doesn't surprise me that you responded in that way. I had no idea what you would, what question you would get and how you respond, but it just speaks so much to your focus on diversity and inclusion and making sure everybody has a voice, so I'm not surprised by that response at all. <laughs> that's very
1: genuine of you.
0: <laughs> so oh, well, thank you. Of- I didn't
1: even think of it that way. I yeah. just don't like people talking about stuff, and I can't hear them because they at the other end of the table.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, that's the connector of me. I'm always connecting dots that way. But you, but are. yeah, so I'm not surprised by that, and that was a, a great answer um, to to the question. So thank you for sharing some personal insights as part of our of our introduction. Let's go ahead and get started on our topic. Our topic of the day is courage, courage and leadership. And as we're talking, I hope we can cover off on a couple things. Um, actually, I've listed a f- um, four things here. Courageous leadership, you know, what's that look like? Uh, weighing risk when you're being courageous, speaking up and speaking out, knowing when to do that, how to do that, um, and being unstuck and unstoppable. So that's your new book. I want to talk a little bit about that too today. So let's just dive in. So, you know, um, when I thought about this topic, there's nothing worse than a leader who seems to be struggling in this area, you know, when they get kind of stuck in this space of, you know, um, being courageous and, you know, they're just in a bad space and place. And, you know, as a coach, you know, we're working with them to kind of work, work through it. So, um, I'm sure everyone can relate to a time when they have have had a leader where they just seem to be lacking in the, in the courage area, or they just are in a space where they're just not leading as courageously as they they could. And I mean, you don't have to do that all the time, but there's pivotal times when it's important. Um, a courageous leader has presence, confidence. They're without ego. Um, I want to. That's what my definition of how I think about it. I'm, I'm just wondering what that looks like for you in terms
1: of courageous leadership. I think a courageous leader does what others are unwilling to do. Okay. Would you like me to say more? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I was yeah, going to say give I, an example of something. And I, and I really want people to think about that. A courageous yeah. leader is willing to do something that others are unwilling to do. And so that might mean setting aside their ego, right? Back to your mm-hmm. one of your words. Mm-hmm. It also means... I'm um, speaking up when others are afraid to or unwilling to. So mm-hmm. having open, direct, and honest communication with people. um, I think the other thing with a courageous leader is admitting when you don't know something or you've made yes. a mistake because I think that builds trust with those that you are leading. Um I think a leader who's worth following is courageous because. They exemplify a willingness to go um, and do what others are unwilling and unable to do.
0: hmm Yeah. So in and, and doing so, they're in the moment, you know, thinking about what has to occur, what risks they're taking, how to, to weigh those risks and toward moving forward with what it is that needs to be done. When you think yeah, about- and
1: They might not even be thinking about it. They, it may be so instinctual. Mm-hmm. I think because people who are courageous leaders, they become courageous because they have failed and gotten up before. Yeah. They've had some right? experience, they, they're not but- courageous in the moment. They are courageous over time. And those that continuous taking action is what reinforces the courage. Right, because courage, mm-hmm. um, you know, is something that sometimes we do have to muster up to to kind of go on. But we yes. build courage because we continue to move forward. Mm-hmm.
0: Build courage as we move forward. I love that, and it's it's so true that you know in the moment you might not be weighing those risks, but you know when there's a situation that comes up when you need to speak up and speak out, you know, when it's t- typically crickets. And so mm-hmm. I think in a nanosecond, I <laughs> know that's in the case for me, it's like, okay, do I speak up? Do I don't? You kind of make that conscious choice, you know, ran Mm -hmm. that risk. And and some, some leaders will just jump in true, you know? Um, but there, there are so many situations where I've seen, um, people just kind of sit on the sidelines and you kind of, kind of watch and wait and see who's gonna, who's going to take that ball. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. So, um, tell me about, uh, a little bit about um, when there's a need for a, a courageous response. We talked a little bit about it. For me, you know, when values, our are, are, are boundaries are crossed, when morals and ethics come up for sure, um, when there's inappropriate behaviors or when there's a need to advocate for others or someone that won't can't speak up on their own behalf or is unwilling to, like you said before, um, tell me for you, um, how do you know when it's time to speak up and speak out and kind of take that command position of action as a courageous leader?
1: That's a good question. Um, you know, it, it's, <laughs> I'm thinking of so many different scenarios. Right, I right. Think right. One, one way of knowing um, is sometimes you just get pushed in. <laughs> I think when there's a, when there's chaos that inspires, Okay. There is definitely a need for a courageous leader to step in. Mm-hmm. I think through change management, um, because yeah. people don't like change as much as they say they do. They are often resistant and cautious and risk adverse. Mm-hmm. So I think when there's a moment where there is change. And then I think when there's just new leadership, right, when 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 a new leader is brought in, and I want to go back to the chaos when uh-huh. a new leader is brought in, and there has been chaos in the past. Mm-hmm. It takes a courageous leader to be able to step in, um, because sometimes people normalize chaos, and when chaos is normalized, yes, and a new leader steps in and they want to bring a different perspective where people are when there's a clear and concise and directive path. Um, it's really important for. Uh, someone to step in and be a courageous leader and I'll give a, even a personal example I remember I mm-hmm. took over and I'll and I'll speak to this in a, a volunteer a volunteer <laughs> standpoint sure. I remember taking over um, a leadership role for a very large organization that I was involved in and in the past there was just a lot of um, Things that happened that did not align with my core values. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that I wanted to see a change and I knew what the end result would be, but others did not, right? So sometimes you can't communicate every step of the way, the why behind things you do. But I remember being on site for um, this big conference we were doing and I assumed not just courageous leadership, right? I had to go from courageous leader Uh, while getting us to the place all through the planning. But then when I got on site, I, I stepped into the role of servant leader, which is also courageous, right? Because now you're serving others. You have to demonstrate your ability as a leader to also support and get behind ideas and visions of others. Something just as simple as this, Susan, I started walking around to all the volunteers and, Um, and asking, hey, do you need anything? Y'all want some Mm -hmm. coffee down here? And they looked and it's like, you're going to go get us coffee? Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, tell me what you want. I don't know about coffee, so tell me everything that you want, what needs to go in it. I don't know the difference between a macchiato or, I don't know, none of that, right? But y'all put it down, I will go to Starbucks on my dime and buy everybody coffee. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we've never had a leader who would mm-hmm. step in and do anything like that for us, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who talked to us so calmly, who encouraged us, motivated us, right? And that was a different form of leadership for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, and I'm and I sharing that st- story to say that, you know, I could have come in with the same amount of bravado that their past leaders had, but that didn't make them courageous. It didn't even make them respected. And mm-hmm. so I think as a courageous leader, sometimes yes. we have to be humble, humble ourselves, serve those who work with us. Um, and that could be the game changer um, to put your ego aside to serve your team. Because I love promise that. you, you walk in as a servant, you'll walk out as a, a decorated leader. I love that, Janine.
0: Great story. Some some tidbits there in terms of, you know, um, the chaos, the change, and the... Mm-hmm new and new leadership roles are you know situations where you have to be courageous you talked about the values boundary that's a clear one that comes yeah. up you know where you yeah. need to be courageous and um humbling yourself to serve is, can can be a courageous move um yeah. and so leaders like i always you know ebbing and flowing through different um approaches you know and the leaders like like yourself that uh, you know get it know when to Went to flex. Dial it back. <laughs> flex different muscles. We, yeah. That whole notion yeah. of ego, too. I mean, gosh, you know, it doesn't mean, um, you know, that courageousness lo- looks different um, for different people, of course, but it doesn't always have to mean bravado. Um, yeah. It could mean um, a softer side to that courage. I like that story that you you shared
1: and soft doesn't mean weak and soft is nope, not about mean. femininity. Right. Um, and I then again, it's, it's, yeah. It, it's, it, it doesn't it's a mean matter it's of being everything. able to sit back and say to people that, Hey, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. I want you to, I want you to shine. Mm-hmm. Um, even as the most senior person or the most senior leader in the room, you know, I win and my light shines. and gets brighter when my team, the people who are, on my team when are spotlight shining your team. bright as well. Mm-hmm. And that can take courage for a leader who's, you know, been
0: so focused on ego, <laughs> you know, yeah. to highlight and share the spotlight with others on the team, whether it's your direct reports or peers, that can be a courageous move for some, you know? It
1: can
0: be. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we've talked a little bit about um, courage. Um, we've defined it a bit. We've talked about weighing risk and, you know, things that would cause a courageous leader to, to step up when other people are unwilling. And I, I love your definition courage is doing it. When people are unwilling, you're that person that's going to, you know, say, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. So let's pivot to your, to your, your book and discuss how courage comes into play and, um, Janine's written a new book. It's called Becoming Unstuck and Unstoppable. It's available on Amazon.com. You can get your copy there. Um, But let's talk about uh, the book a bit on being unstuck and what are some some factors or um, where, where lack of courage plays a role in your in your your book.
1: Well, thanks for, let's talk about the book. So the book is Unstuck and Unstoppable, Five Proven Strategies to Leverage Your Value, Increase Your Visibility, and Gain Recognition to Accelerate Your Career. So where courage comes up um, in this book is getting outside of your comfort zone and navigating your career, right? And taking ownership of your career. One of the things I say early on in the book. And um, if you purchase the book, I'll be very honored and thankful. But on the back jacket of the book, it says there is no career fairy coming to save you. (laughs) You have to take ownership for your career. And oftentimes that is not what we we don't always know that when we leave college. So let's say because I know I did. not When I left college, I thought I was going to have all these people who were going to help me navigate and accelerate my career, make sure I was promoted, make sure that I was fairly compensated, Mm. equitably (laughs) equitably compensated, (laughs) all of those things. And I remember when I got to a point where I felt stuck um, and what I needed to do, I didn't always know what that was. Mm -hmm. And so these five strategies in the book um, are my, in my opinion, Five things that men and women, and particularly women, I need to do and learn to do regularly in their careers, so that they can um, become unstoppable um, and achieve the life and the career that they want. So,
0: awesome. So you talked about the five strategies and now folks have to purchase the book to learn, learn more about them and to learn how these strategies can be applied regularly to achieve what they want in their career. Um, Which of the, which of the five strategies do you see as um, most pivotal, most paramount toward becoming unstuck? Is there one that stands out?
1: I think one, uh, which we talk about toward the, toward the latter part of the book is Uh mastering negotiations. Okay. I think if you, so that's over and above just having good communication skills. It's your ability to influence others, to understand what you clearly want to be an outcome in a particular situation, being able to insert yourself um, to get recognition for your achievements, but all the way negotiating what you want. And so I think that to me is the most pivotal, the uh, the most pivotal, is that right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, I'm an author <laughs> and a
1: speaker, but every once in a while, I trip up on a couple of Most words. important, huh? Um, yeah, it's important. the, uh, you know, it's the key strategy to becoming unstoppable.
0: Okay. Mastering negotiations. That's so true. And I, I'm, a, I'm assuming, I, I'm waiting on. My copy of the book with with bated breath. I have ordered it. It's coming soon. So um, you know there is a huge pre-order issue. So it's coming. No, no. I know supply chain. Well, the book too, is available. So. so yes, it is available. But people can people can order it. Um, order it through Amazon.com, as I mentioned. But you know, I think it's so important. You know, you talk about mastering negotiations. You know, for salaries or for um, um, work opportunity. Um, and constantly Mm -hmm. negotiating. I'm excited to see what that chapter is about the book. I know for myself, I'm, I'm a negotiator. um, And it's something I've, I've learned, I actually have a, a certification in dispute resolution and negotiation. So I also have a certification in that. But even before that, you know, I've always been negotiating, you know, to never take what's offered, but always negotiate, know what, know what it is that you want. What's a win, what's a win and how you can, how you can get to your yes. So very cool. I can't A lot lot of us
1: forget that we negotiate every single day of our life. With my kid, right? Right. (laughs) You know, I I share a story in the book about negotiating with my five-year-old nephew to get Mm -hmm. him to do something I wanted. So it goes from something like that, all the mm-hmm. way up to making sure that you have a voice um, in the work that you're going to be doing in the workplace, how you're compensated for it, and even how you're rewarded. I think oftentimes we, we don't communicate what our needs and what we want. I um, mean, mm-hmm. it takes courage to do that, right? So it takes courage to do that. But if you if you can master a few negotiation techniques, mm-hmm. it makes a world of difference around Um, your success, um, both in in life and at work.
0: Yeah. And it can certainly increase confidence and courageousness around those conversations. And so when you're self-leading yourself and being courageous around leading yourself, you will master those negotiations and take courage to have those conversations,
1: right? Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, I know there's so much more in the book and you've shared a little bit of a bit about the five strategies, highlighting mastery negotiations as one of them. And we could probably talk about this all day, um, but we do have to kind of make some moves to wrap up here. Um, but I do want to thank you, Janine, for your time, for sharing your wisdom and your introduction of the book to us. Thank you so much.
1: My pleasure.
0: Yes. And so um, as we get ready to wrap up here, I just want to remind everyone how They can find out more about me, more about you, Janine. So there's some contact information I just want to share quickly. As a quick reminder, at Truth Enterprise Partners, we help individuals and leaders discover their true potential with consulting and coaching. Whether it be courageous leadership or some other type of um, improvement you want to make in your leadership style, we are here to help. And we have tools and techniques for you to explore with us. You can learn more about us at truthenterprisepartners.com. You can certainly email me, susan.johnson at truthenterprisepartners.com. Or you can give me a call at 612-237-1559. And Janine is also available for your coaching needs or to learn more about her book or speaking engagements or book discussions and the like, you can reach her at eod-global.com or email her at janine at eod-global.com or phone number 404-941-0760. So again, this has been Real World Leadership. I'm your host, Susan Johnson. We thank you for joining us in our discussion on courage today. We hope you'll join us in a future podcast or YouTube discussion as well. This has been Real World Leadership with Susan Johnson, and we look forward to connecting again with you real soon.